Hi, I'm Simon Huck. And I'm Melissa Gray Washington. And welcome to Emergency Contact. Hi, Mel. Hi, Sai. How are you? Well, I'm a little stressed <laughs> because it's Halloween planning and I'm debating between oh, Britney Spears. Stop. Like denim with Justin Timberlake. No, remember well. that moment? How could yes. I forget? Or Amy Winehouse and what's his name again? Oh gosh, DJ. Gosh, what is his name? No, not DJ. Oh, Definitely oh. not DJ. No, is no. His name wasn't DJ. He was a DJ. He was a DJ. Oh yes. my god, a little credit. I can't remember his <laughs> name. I want to say it's Adam something or other. We might. Right. Have- on that before you choose that as a costume but who's gonna be how are you gonna get that wig it's just a big wig i have a great wig person the thing is everyone keeps saying the denim is being overplayed like people have done it but i'm like have they done it i'm six foot four and i'm gonna be wearing a denim patch custom dress which i have my fitting for on monday so watch out no i want to pursue that path number one because we are canadian and nobody we invented canadian tuxedos which are (laughs) denim on denim on (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if totally. anyone has a, if anyone can pull that off, it's a six foot Canadian, is what I'm saying. Thank you. And yeah. Phil's just being difficult. He's like, I think Amy's cooler. I'm like, um, oh have God. you seen Britney in denim? Yeah, no, it's everything. It's so epic. Okay, so definitely you're doing Britney in denim. That's, okay, we've decided perfect. Thank that. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, my week is great. I'm I'm here back in the toy closet. So <laughs> if this is not peak 2020. I actually, I'm crying. I actually don't know what is, if not this, right? If not this setting, this moment. There seems to be this incredible helicopter above your head right now. Talk that's, to me about it. That's a Paw Patrol. It's a submarine, actually. Thank you. It's a uh, Paw Patrol branded submarine. So that's what's going on back there. Well, Paw Patrol brand, if you're out there, Melissa wants product. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is oh an endorsement opportunity. Yes, and Lego and Magnetiles, we have it all. Come come visit me in my closet. There's nothing we don't have here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, anywho, without further ado, I think we should dive into this like Barbara Walters interview special. Yes, let's dive right in. So on this week's emergency contact, Mel and I spoke to... Chloe and Malika, and oh my God, are they ECs? They are the definition of ECs, are they not? No, they are. They are so in love with each other. They're so, and they're so loyal. You know, what's really amazing to me and what really struck me was that they have known each other for so long, but, and um, presumably during that time, have weathered some storms, right? As we all do. But their deep love and friendship is just so obvious. It's yes. sort of like you, it couldn't even be manufactured if you tried. It was, nope. it was so sweet. The way that Malika was talking about Chloe and vice versa. And you know that there's a real loyalty there. Like they are, yes. they are the definition of ride or die. Or die. Mm-hmm. No. And what was so crazy about the timing is that we had booked them like weeks before. And then the two days before we actually do our recording right. of Keeping Up With The Kardashians after 20 seasons and 16 years on the air announced their final season. So it was really kind of this pivotal moment to talk to them and get the scoop on how they're feeling about the show ending, you know, what that journey was like. I mean, it was really good. Yeah, no, it was. it's a great interview. And um, I was, I don't want to say I was surprised by, but Chloe is so normal 
You know, I mean, that sounds like obvious, but she really was. She, I didn't really know what to expect, but she was so normal and so sweet and really exactly the way that she is portrayed on the show, right? Like super adorable. I thought she was great. And you stand for Chloe. You... No, I do. I love, 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 love Chloe Like Chloe and Drake are in the same (laughs) cloud. (laughs) No, they are. And I was like, I obviously had to play it so cool. Like no big deal. But she (laughs) was lovely. She was truly like such a class act. And um, it was it was just a really nice conversation with two, you know, really good friends. It was great. It was really great. No, and like, how about Chloe and I both starting as assistants? Like, I was Jonathan's assistant, and she's Nicole Richie's assistant. And like, look how we fared. Like, I know. I'm still assisting. <laughs> oh, please, please. Well, you know, I first texted you when, obviously, Keeping Up was canceled or finished. You know, they ended it. And wondering what you were going to do for cameo gigs these days without that platform. <laughs> Applying to Sunset, like Sunset. What is it called? Right. No, oh, selling sunset. selling sunset. Yes, yes. You actually, I mean, just as a, like, you would be so great at real estate. You could sell anyone on anything. Thank you. So you Thank could you fall very back much. on that. You could fall back yeah, on that. Yeah, if, if um, things go dark. <laughs> yeah, things go dark. But no, it was really such a fun interview and um, we're so lucky to have had them on. So here is our interview with Chloe and Malika. Hello. Hello. Hi. How you doing? I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this child is over here kicking my entire ass. He won't sleep. Well, you look beautiful. beautiful. This is what this is how you mask. (laughs) I didn't sleep last night. Well, Malika, I'm going to introduce you to Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Hi, hi. So first of all, welcome to Emergency Contact. We're so excited to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. We're so excited to be a part of this. And it's funny because Melissa and I were talking before you guys hopped on and she was asking me, like, when did you first meet Chloe and Malika? And I, honest to God, was thinking, I, I guess through Brittany G via Kim, like, I don't know when it was. No, do not remember when you and I no. met? You and I met because I was Nicole Richie's assistant and you were Jonathan Chevin's assistant. Oh. And we met like five faces ago. <laughs> and it was like, Jess, I don't know if you remember me because it was so many faces ago. <laughs> and um, yeah, you don't remember No, that? I thought that was after. Like I thought we had already met and then you were... Nicole Richie's assistant. I remember going to Cipriani and we were like somehow yeah. sitting together as the assistants. Like, yes. oh wait, my how long were you Nicole's assistant for? Not long. I mean, I went to school with her. She was one of my best friends growing up. And so we were really, really close. And then when she started doing Simple Life, I think it was after Simple Life, like towards the end, um, we, she just needed some help. And I think I just needed a job. And so I did that. I'm trying to think, I forget, Malika has a better memory than I do. I'm trying to remember what year that was around, but maybe you're right, Simon, because I don't have a great memory like, either. 16 years ago? Like you did the show 14 years ago, which, holy wow. shit, we need to talk about that. Double click, double yes. click. We're going to get there in a second. Yeah. But if it was 14 years ago, I feel like it must have been, yeah, 15, 16 years. She was way before. Like it was like in her... So it was like when she was like really, really on and yeah, it was her prime. It was her, which was like post simple life when she was wearing all those bangles and Rachel Zoe was styling her. 
Yes, Rachel Zola. I'm, I can't really remember, but yeah, I it was years ago. So that and then really when this, this is what I'm dying to know. When did you meet Malik? Like, when did you guys become friends? And who like set this friend date up? It was like an accident. It was Malika was dating my guy best friend when I I was about 15. Yeah, and I think yeah, I, I was, was like probably 16, almost 17. And he, for some reason, never wanted us to meet. We now know it's because, like, it, Chloe would have found out, like, oh, so you lie to her about everything. And I'd have been like, oh, you lied to me about everything. Because these two girls will get together and figure it out. And just one day, she happened to be coming to his house to pick something up. And I was there. And we literally sat and talked for two hours. And I was like, I love this girl. Like, I have a twin sister. You have to meet her. And she ended up, like, hanging out with us and going out with us that night. And we were like this after that yeah we we clicked instantly and then so 15 i'm 36 you know you oh my god i can't believe you guys have been friends for that long it's actually no, we were kids yeah. kids we're <laughs> and isn't it crazy? I mean, you guys have always kept a really tight group, but I feel like I'm 36 now and like the friend editing is so real. Like you really only have so like two or three friends left. <laughs> no, I think it's we're so lucky to like kind of never really gathered all that many friends because it's just too big a responsibility and people are quite shitty. You know, like totally. we have a really great relationship and it's hard to measure people up to each other. Like you're really not supposed to do that. But I'm like, kind of don't need you. I have like the best friend a girl could have. Right. And in this day and age too, it's like, there's so many yeah. fast friends, like Instagram friends. And this is what the show is really all about. Like having real ride or die best friends who may be in the public eye, who, who may not be like, and I think that's, what's so interesting. is like getting to know that person. Like who is your emergency contact? Who do you call when shit goes to hell? Who knows where your bodies are buried? And like, I mean, there are bodies. <laughs> <laughs> that there's a ton of bodies. <laughs> there's a fucking morgue. But I think that's the difference is, and Malika and I are really good at knowing that we're like, okay, we might hang out with, you know, a little borrowed friend from time to time, but they're not like your ride or dies. You have to know who's really just a feature and who you're doing a fucking <laughs> duet with. And Malika and I are doing a fucking album. And so, we've, had, babe, we've got multiple albums underneath our belt here. Multi-platinum. Yeah. And, <laughs> but, we're, yes. and, but we're good with that. And we know that. But sometimes you need like just a different energy from time to time. Or if your friend is in a different place right. as you, like maybe if someone just got married or had a baby or just in a funk, you might not be in right. that same headspace. So you go hang out with a little borrowed friend, but then you, that's not your ride right. or die. And even if I'm, out with someone else. Malika's still my emergency contact right, information. Right, sure. right. I mean, I've got to know about this person she's hanging out with anyway. Like, I'm super overprotective. Like, okay, it's fine. You can have a friend for five seconds. She's no different. But, like, I might just even hang around court in, like, her group of people. And, like, that's a fix for me. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to my shell and my little home that I like to, like, I don't, you know, Hello. I'm a creature of habit. I don't, <laughs> I don't like to leave my house. I'm I'm a weirdo and it's safe. Like I feel safe there. I like to go where I feel safe, but sometimes I need to go to Kylie's house and be around her group of people. Like that is enough right. for me. That gives me my fit. Catch a vibe. Yeah. So Chloe, 14 years ago, and I don't know how it happened. Like, I guess Ryan Seacrest was involved, made the phone call to <laughs> maybe your mom, to Kim. 
Like, what did you think when this idea of doing a reality show came up? Like, was this something that you had thought about before? No, it was, I've never thought about it before. I think, you know, Courtney did Filthy Rich Cattle Drive prior. (laughs) A gem, a pure gem. But she did that before. So she obviously thought about reality to some degree before. And Kim was obsessed with uh, the real world and all that kind of stuff. But for me, I didn't really think about it. And I think that's the beauty of it is we all went into it. We were told we were show filler. And so like, don't, don't get too comfortable. (laughs) This is just show filler. And then, you know, it turned into what it turned into. But I think with that going in your head, it wasn't any pressure. I wasn't like, oh my God, the whole network's relying on me. You're just like, oh, okay. They don't even think we're going to last. So let's just go have fun. And that honestly is probably the best method. When we film, we don't realize we're filming and millions of people are going to watch it. We're just filming. And it's like you're shooting a home video. And then at what point, Malika, did you start filming on the show? And at what point did you realize that the show, both of you was like, holy shit, this show has become this cultural phenomenon. Like, I can't think of when I knew the show was like, oh, this show is big. It's just like one day I was like, oh, you just shut down fucking Soho. Like, do you remember when Dash opened? (laughs) The Dash opened, It was like Barack Obama. I remember looking around and being like, is this real? Sai, you texted me when that was happening. You, I remember you live texted me being like, oh my God, I'm in Soho and with like the Kardashians and literally it's like gridlock. Like this Grid. is insane. Grid. Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh my God. I mean, it was that I remember vividly. Um, that is crazy. I remember when we went to Miami for Courtney and Chloe Take Miami and it was the, really the first time like we couldn't really go a lot of places. Um, and it was like just more like paparazzi or a little more fans. And that was because I think that was like season three after keeping up. We did, I think, our first season in Miami. And we were like, what's like this? It just was a, such a different vibe in regards to fans or the audience where people would take pictures of us or follow us. But we were like, why are you guys following? Right. It was just a different. That's right. kind of when I became more aware, like, okay, we can't do all the things we used to do as much. But I don't know what Malika's answer Oh, no. Well, I literally felt like, you know, I was working at Dash um, when it, like, first opened. Chloe's like, look, we're hiring. And I, she knew I didn't have a job anymore. And I was like, well, great. I get to come be in the store with you every now and then, you know? And then they were like, oh, and by the way, they're going to bring a camera in here. And I was like, I wasn't a stranger to the camera. But, like, hey, it's something my best friend's doing. Like, you, you, you support. You do whatever she's doing. And it wasn't until, like they started filming more and moving around more. And I was like, wait, she's not in the store with me anymore. <laughs> like <laughs> she, she really cannot be here all the time. And I ended up being, she's like, okay, look, you don't want to be here without me. Like come work with me. And then I ended up running around the world with her. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. So I feel like since the very beginning of keeping up, like it was, it was a, like she said exactly for her, it was a transition she committed to doing something, not thinking it was going to be as long or maybe as successful. And like, I was like, whatever it is you're doing, I'm right there with you. And it became a vehicle that I now believe is like, it's been one of the most incredible, incredible blessings you can have with a friend. Like how many best friends can actually say that they've been able to like play together, work together, 
sustain together even for this period of time. It's it's been amazing. It's un, it's unheard of. It's like once in a generation, yeah, right. like this many years, 14 and years. And Malika, you were Chloe's assistant at one point, right? Yeah. And how did that affect the friendship or was it, I mean, obviously you, you came out, you know, better on the other side, but tell the truth. Oh, I am. There were, you know, there were growing phases, you know, there were times when I realized like I'd signed up to do a job and you really do want to be with your best friend, but I really didn't want to be an assistant anymore. I was like, I started having a career and kind of fell out of it. And you know, Chloe was another security blanket that I had. And one thing I hated was like, I was at her house all day long. And then when it came time to be a friend, I was like, I just want to go home. Like, I love you, but I really don't want to see you anymore today. You know, and you, and that's when you start to notice like, look, what's more important to me is the relationship. And lucky, luckily for, you know, me and Chloe and the position that she has and could provide me to still be a part of this growing success that she had. It didn't separate us. We, you know, we've had transitions and we've been able to get through like the tougher things or the not so yummy conversations. And then like use that as tools to build us, you know, in our relationship moving forward. Cause I mean, it's been, it's been many years since I was her her assistant, but I learned so much from her, which is why I think I'm very organized now. (laughs) (laughs) The most. And is it, people ask me this all the time, just by by proxy, like, is it exhausting feeling like you have to share some of the most intimate moments of your life? Like, are there moments where you say, Kris Jenner, like both of you, because Blika, you share big parts of your life too. Like Kris Jenner, like, I cannot share this moment. Like, can this just be one thing we keep private? And is that like a discussion you actually have? Or is it more just like the undercurrent? I think that's the blessing of like, we've had our same film crew, um, Buna Murray since day one. So, you know, with they're essentially literally like our second family. And if we say to someone, like, of course, if they see something in the press, they're like, okay, let's talk about it. That's their job. But if we say, you know what, I'm, that's off limits. I'm not comfortable. Not once have they ever been like, well, fuck you. We're still doing it. They are, because we have given so much and we are so open. So if we do say, no, like this is off limits or I can't, or I don't want to, because what people don't get when you do the show, you're filming it months ahead of time. So you film it, which is already, and that's in the moment. So you're, you know, high emotions, you're going through it. Then you wait about a month or two and then you do your interviews and then you do your on camera and then you're kind of reliving it. And you're like, Oh geez, I thought I was past this. And then you, the show airs and you either see the promo footage the week prior, then the episode airs and then the aftermath of social media. And yes, that might not be a big deal hearing it, but if you're talking about something that's so sensitive to you or something that was traumatic or emotional, you're now being put like forced to relive all these emotions. So yes, we've done so many things and we've talked about probably our, the most highs and lows in our life. But if there is something that's just off limits, I think everyone at this point gets it because that's really been a button we've pushed once or twice. And for me, I can't even, I don't even know something for me specifically. I mean, you shared so much, some of the most vulnerable moments in your life you shared. And it's been, I think that's why, and we're going to get to this in a sec, because I I get goosebumps even thinking about it. But when the announcement was made, people it's like, I feel like I'm in mourning and I'm not even on the show. I'm like an auxiliary character in the trees, but like, (laughs) I just feel like it has been like watching you guys as a family. I mean, everything, you've all had these kind of incredible stories 
And to think that it's not happening anymore is like, it's, well, it's devastating. Yeah. And it's, it's devastating. I think for all of us as well. I know the day it happened, Malika and I were talking throughout the day, like checking in on each other because you don't have to be a main character, quote unquote, on the show. It's, you're still a part of this journey. And from day one, even if you were in the first episode or not, you have been you, Simon, you, Malika, you guys have been our family. So you're on this journey with us and that emotional support, everything. So just for any chapter to end, that doesn't mean everything's ending for good. That just means there's room for another chapter to open, but that doesn't mean that it's still sad when you have to close that book. And it's, it is sad, but we've been doing this for you know, about 15 years and it's been, and not doing it for three months, one year, and then three months. It's literally, we get like two weeks off a year. It's exhausting. We love it, but you know, we're all in a different place in our lives and we all have businesses and families. And I think just some of us really need a little nap. A nap, a moment. And was it a decision that you felt like you guys all kind of unanimously were like, okay, this is the right decision? Like, or does it hit you in waves where you're like, mm, six months ago, Courtney's not really into filming or Kendall's not into filming? Or yeah, I definitely think it, like for some need the time more than others, but I think that we're all such a close family that if like, we're not going to push back on someone for make, like for wanting to make this decision. And for, I think that a lot of us just needed, I think to kind of reset and have some time off is important for all of us. Like for me, I think it's hard because I'm, I'm not good with change. I like the consistency. I like the same thing, but that doesn't mean I don't need a break if that makes sense. But I'm also sometimes afraid to take the break. It's the trend at the same time. It's scary. It's really scary. She's right. I'm just not really great with change. That's why I don't like to leave my house. That's why <laughs> everything is but um, I know it's good. I know it's probably the best thing for all of us, but it hits me in waves. Like today, I've been nauseous all day and I can, I know I have anxiety. Right, yeah. right. It's kicking in. What about you, Malika? Like when you heard the decision, were you shocked? Did it, did you feel like it was something that was coming for a long time? Um, I had a gut feeling that, maybe after season 20, it wouldn't happen anymore. I didn't even feel the need to bring up something like that because I feel like it's like guessing whether a woman is pregnant or not. You just don't. You know, you just kind of (laughs) like give someone an opportunity to say, you know, like let them speak on their own terms. And although I feel like I'm privy to some of the like behind the scene things that may happen or plans that are coming, nothing can prepare you for the consistency that has been provided via this relationship that I have with Chloe and her family. And I'm a little emotional because I'm also very tired, but, um, you know, it's a, it's a flood of emotion. There's a lot of like, I have a, like a shit ton of memories that I would like, I never would have thought I would have gotten these with my best friend. And not only that, I have all the videos. (laughs) I have every episode, like, there's a lot of grace and a lot of things to be very thankful for. And I was checking on Chloe, as she said, and I just like, I have such anxiety. Like this has been the most consistent thing that I've known, you know, over the last, you know, 14, 14 15 years. years. Yeah. And, but I am also, I do have another wave of faith and I do know that you know, you do have to close sometimes really amazing chapters to see other great things flood in. And I'm excited for that for Chloe because 
She doesn't know what her true potential is, but it's going to be until she gets this space, till she starts to allow herself to tap into some of those other really unique areas that she'll flourish in. Oh my God, Malika, I love you. Malika, you are like the nicest best friend oh. ever. Honestly, <laughs> how sweet is that? I was like tearing up. <laughs> I no, believe it. The best. I think that's so sweet. I mean, what a testament Thank to your you. friendship though, guys, that like you can go through this crazy experience together and still be this genuinely close. There can't be that many friendships like like that out there. It's pretty special, I think. I mean, it's amazing that you're still, that you have what you have and you've weathered all these storms and you know, you, you have the tapes to show it now. <laughs> it's an extreme blessing. It really is. And I think because of all the storms we have weathered, we have this great, I think, respect and admiration for one another. And we just, we just know like that we're always by each other's side. It's just like, not even a question. I don't even think like, oh, Malika won't be my friend. It's like how I am with my sisters. Like we can say the craziest stuff to one another. And I'm like, I don't care if she's going to see her tomorrow. Like, it's <laughs> right. <laughs> but I still have like respect and love. It's a, it's just like, you just know it's solid and it's there. But with all that being said, I mean, people say like, oh, how, why are you sad if this was a choice of yours? And you can still end something on your own and still just know like, you know, either I'm not going to see the crew every day, or I'm not going to just the little things that you're so used to. And I'm not, I don't know why that's so uh, questionable to so many, but I get that question. I see that a lot. And it's still, you're allowed to still be sad, even though you're the one. How, and how has motherhood changed the friendship? Like, have you guys, yes. are you constantly <laughs> texting all day long? Like, what do I do? What don't I do? What's working? What's not? Oh, I'm always, I'm always on her line. Seriously. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I share the wins. Oh, I share baby. the lows. I'm like, like, right. I'm like, Chloe, he won't sleep. You told me to do this. I swear to God, I did it. And she's like, they're going to change. He's going to, he's fine. Like, okay. He cried. He's not going to remember. He's not going to hate you. So I know that's what you're thinking. Like she just, it's a lot of coaching, but I think us having babies, together, which was always something I pictured in our life is amazing because like our kids love each other. It's so cute to watch. It's so cute. And the fact, I think it was probably different for Malika when I had a kid and she didn't, cause that would be weird for me if she had one and I didn't I'd be like, okay, now what? <laughs> but now that we each have, like, even when she was pregnant, I was like, okay, hurry up. Like, let's get the baby here. <laughs> and now that the babies get to interact and be friends. And I mean, they're young, like they're not having conversations, <laughs> but we think they are like, they, they're just like, true is so great with ACE. And it's really, I think that dynamic is cool. And then we get to have mommy wine night. And so, you know, lovely. Do yeah. you guys think that you are, the, that you sort of have the same approach because like, or is one of you really rigid and one of you is, I know Malik, it's like, you're a few months behind Chloe, but would you, would you say you're both rigid or you're both laid back or like, how does that come into play now that you both have kids? I think I'm pretty strict and firm. Like I like, I'm militant. I have a schedule and <laughs> nothing's breaking yes. the schedule. And I believe in sleep training. I believe in like, this is the time you eat. This is the time you take a nap. This is uh, brushing your teeth time. I'm insane. Same. Like insane. <laughs> My kid hasn't had artificial sugar. Like the first time I did was just like two months ago because my mom gave her syrup. It's always the grandparents. It's always the grandparents. But the thing that I really appreciate from Malika is I try not to give unsolicited advice, but if she asks me, I try to give it to her in a way where someone 
won't get defensive because I'm not saying she's wrong at anything, but Malika takes things so well. And that's like a gem. Cause then I'm not afraid to tell her like she did, she was doing something. I was like, well, maybe do it this way. And she was like, Oh my God, you're so right. And I said, I'm like, I was, I Googled something and I sent her some articles and I was like, I'm afraid to say this to you and da-da-da. like, I, but do whatever you want. And she's like, Oh my God, thank you. If it wasn't for, like, she just took it so well where other people I know would be like, well, you don't know what you're, I'm alone. I'm tired. I was like, (laughs) no, I just think you make better decisions when you're educated and you have to be open. Like, I don't want to do this thing alone. I don't know who wants to do it alone. Like you're not always right. You're not always wrong, but like some people have a little more experience in areas and I trust her opinion. Don't have to do everything she says, but I, I can, I can receive it. Right. But that's amazing because when, especially when it comes to kids, people can be very, it's really hard because you, right. as a mom, I feel like you have the impulse to want to offer a suggestion of something that's worked for you. But like you said, it's not always well, well received. And so it's kind of like a tricky thing to navigate. Agreed. So as you guys know, Sai and I are huge, huge Sakara fans. Um, along with huge. Ev- yeah, along with everyone we know. Um, so if you're looking to change your diet, instead of restricting what you eat, what if you nourish your body with the healthiest and most nutritious food? With Sakara, you're putting the best in your body so you can feel your best. No, and it honestly, since I started eating Sakara, I am not bloated. I have better digestion. And I will say, you guys can't see me because I'm on Zoom, but I'm glowing. No, you're glowing. You're glowing, you're radiant, and you're svelte, right? Thank you. I have the best silhouette because of Sakara. Right, right. Um, so it's a nutrition company, right, that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat, of course. Um, and their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients. We love plant-based. Um, and they are We des- love plant-based. Yeah. And they're designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. So um, they actually have a delicious menu and it's- Which changes all the time. Yes, it does. It does. Super creative. It's chef crafted. It's breakfasts, lunches, dinners. They change weekly. So you never get bored and it's delivered totally fresh. Their packaging is so cute anywhere in the US. And did we mention that it it got rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, and the New York Times? No, I know. So literally, what are you waiting for? Um, especially because right now Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash SOS or enter code SOS at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash SOS to get 20% off your first order. So Sai, let's talk about socks. You know, I'm on a fitness journey, right? And yeah, you sure are. Thank you. And the most annoying thing is when your socks don't fit properly. Because it actually renders you like incompetent. You cannot work out properly when your socks no, the are sock moving around. goes into the shoe. Yes. You lose the sock. Right. Operation SOS on the sock. No, completely. And you can't you can't keep running, you can't keep you, you can't do anything, right? So yeah. I have a friend at my gym who was like, Oh my god, you need bombas. So I ordered a pair. She ordered a pair for me, actually, if I'm being totally honest. Um, But they are the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. They've literally rethought every detail of the socks to make them way more comfortable. I wear them every day because, again, I'm on a journey and I work out every day. Um, And I love them. They're super comfortable. They stay in place. And they do more than just keep your feet cozy. 
okay? They also give back to the most vulnerable members of our community because for every pair of socks that you purchase, they donate a pair to someone in need. And the generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 34 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of partners. It's a lot of socks. That's a lot of socks. That's a lot of comfy feet. And I too am a sock queen and mm-hmm. I wear socks to bed. And Allison, our producer, told us, oh my gosh, we're going to be working with Bombas. And I'm like, uh, I wear those socks. Right. And during we, the day and yes. at night. We were both like, wait a minute, we know Bombas. Al, Allison, our producer, loves them. We love them. If you get them, you will love them. So literally, what are you waiting for? Give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash SOS. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash SOS for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash SOS. Chic. So guys, the next part of this podcast is called Hot Seat. And (laughs) Chloe, you don't know this, but we have spoken to Malika and asked her a series of questions. (laughs) We are going to quiz you to see what kind of emergency contact you really are. Oh, fuck. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Some of these are guesses. Some of these are guesses. No, Malika, you killed it. They were so good. We were screaming. Yes. Okay. What habit does Malika have that annoys you the most? No, I know this. Hold on. (laughs) You always make fun of me for this. Fuck. And a hint, it's already happened on this podcast. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know, you guys. I'm going to I'm clearly not that annoying to you, babe. (laughs) Apparently. Apparently, I can't think of anything. Crying. Oh, cr- the crying on the drop of a dime. Yeah. <laughs> she cries at like a, like anything, a Bank of America commercial. I'm like, fine. 15 seconds. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm dying. Okay. Question two. What's your biggest pet peeve, Chloe? Mine is yes. manners. Like if you have poor manners to people or like burping, it's disgusting. I feel like we're going to give this to you. Malika said leaving things at a place and messes, which like falls oh, in that same oh. category. Yeah, duh. Yeah, all of it. It's all right. kind of messy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, okay. So far, I'm acing this test. Acing. Okay. <laughs> what product can you not live without? The more frivolous, the better. On me or just in my house? This is too great. Or like, what couldn't you live or without? Like, what do you use every day? We are like helping you big time. Powder. <laughs> Or cleaning products. Okay. I love the cleaning products. Though. The Freeze, <laughs> Clorox bleach, those things I need every day. Oh Actually, my God. I really should have said powder. Shit. Okay, Remember? well, mascara. Malika mascara, said just that. said mascara. Oh, you did? We're giving it to you. <laughs> she did. She did. Danielle heard me. I just said mascara. Okay. She did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this one, I'm dying to know the story. Okay, what is your most memorable argument? About the Tahoe truck? Oh, shit, I didn't say, I forgot. Okay, Malika said over Chloe seeing a UFO. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, that that too. But it wasn't a real argument. It was a debate that Malika lost because she gave up. But I did see a UFO. It was (laughs) years ago, and I was driving my Hummer at the time, right? You had a Hummer? I was just going to say that tells us what year it was. I had a Hummer. It was like an H2. You know, like, of course. I remember. Like the huge, huge Hummers. And um, 
I, we were driving and I saw one and I told her we were driving by like, like a Sepulveda area mm-hmm. yeah, in the San Fernando Valley. And I told Malika and she didn't look up fast enough. And I saw a UFO and she didn't believe me. And, and she I, missed it. <laughs> she missed it. And tell this day we argue about it. But I also have a UFO on video that I did see. Well, now I know she's really seeing them. The debate is really <laughs> that one specific day years ago. I did not see it. Right. But that's why it's not really an argument. It's a debate that she had to let go of. Cause now I've just beat her into the head with this. That now she goes, <laughs> We're going to give you, you're going to get that answer. That's on you <laughs> for <laughs> sure. You're, you should be a lawyer in another life. Okay. So what's watch your, out, Kim K. Oh my God. Watch out. Kim K. What's hands down your favorite trip you've ever taken together. Oh, Malika. Uh, Cuba. Malika, fuck off. <laughs> what are you doing? No, Hold no, on, let me keep that, talking. No, no, no. Just stop talking. I'm going to guess again. <laughs> um, okay. We have Cuba. Um, Malika. Um, you know, fuck off. What was your answer? Turks and Caicos. Oh, duh. Okay. <laughs> what was so good about that trip? Cuba or Turks? Turks. Well, Turks, I thought was spectacular. I think why Malika's saying that it was because it was right before she got pregnant. It was right at our first trip after True. Um, so it was like the first time me, her and Khadija, it was like our first trio trip with Courtney and all her friends, but we had our own house and we just like, we had the best time, but we got really drunk and just laid out. It was just like a girl's trip. The reason why I said Cuba is because we were we just were allowed into their country. We went, we did everything like Cuban. No, like, the it was photos just were beyond that. Trip. I know. I was just going to say, Chloe, you looked so good in Cuba. That oh was like such God, a moment. Oh, no, it's true. It's true. It's true. No, but that was such a cultural trip. So I thought for that, like the culture, the memories, Turks, I adored, but it was more like we would do that next week. No, <laughs> true. That's a Tuesday. Yeah, hello. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> what is one talent that Malika has that people would be shocked to know? And it's crazy. She knows this answer, and I've done it for her multiple times. Braiding my hair? No, that is not a talent. <laughs> yes, it is. I you learned how to braid, braid on your head, and I'm still not <laughs> that good. Okay, doing hair. No. So no, I- Mal- <laughs> Malika said she can untangle jewelry really easily. Malika, of course you can, but come on. <laughs> You're telling me doing hair is not a talent and fucking untangling a knot is? I'm Jeez. telling you, one is truly harder than the other and I've mastered it. Fine. Oh I'm my so God. I'm, I'm I am the worst friend. I'm not on your emergency <laughs> contact list. This <laughs> okay, Chloe, what three famous people, living or dead, would you want at your fantasy dinner party? You're going to hate this question. Fantasy dinner party. Um, Anna Nicole Smith, because hello. Hello. (laughs) Um, Anna Nicole Smith. Can I say my dad? My dad. Um, Oh, God. Oh, God. My dad and Anna Nicole Smith at dinner would be genius, by the way. (laughs) That alone. Um, Do you even need a third? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, do I need a third? I think Anna's like three people. Okay, Marilyn Monroe, your dad, and Gladys Knight. Oh, this is her answers? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> then I would 
I'm like Marilyn Monroe. You'd gossip with her. Yeah. Your dad, you just have to have him. And then yeah. Gladys Knight, someone has to perform for you. Hello. Right. You're right. I, you know what? I would. I could. Yeah. Okay. If you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? And it could be more of like a food group, general. Malika, I hate you so much. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Cuban food. Okay. Cuba, Malika said pizza. Cuba or pasta. really made an impression. Pizza or pasta. Oh, well, yeah, pizza for sure. Oh my God. Why am I thinking everything afterwards? But that's the thing because you're overthinking. Yeah, they're I like swear, on the same. In the state of an emergency, I'm really good. <laughs> this is just not working. No, the <laughs> next the next part you're going to win. It's all about tsunami. So hold on. Okay. okay. Besides your phone, what's one material item you would choose to bring on a deserted island? I guess music. I mean, you're close, like a fab one-piece bathing suit or a fly-ass pair of sunglasses. <laughs> Basically the same. Same, same. Okay. Same. It's the same. I won. Dance I music is material. I won. I met like an iPod or something. I don't fucking know. I need something to do that. <laughs> Shit. Okay. If you guys had a theme song, what would it be? Um, can we be the Golden Girls soundtrack? Love. Love that. I think it's way more... Fun. Oh, this is still something you picked. Got it. I'm, I thought the game was over because I thought we canceled it. Okay, we're still on the game. We're still okay, on the game. Something Malika picked that will be my theme song. Our theme song. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a. It's vintage. We'll give you a hint. It's like a vintage. Sex in the city. TLC. What about your friends? <laughs> What? Malika, I wouldn't guess that if you paid me. What the fuck? This is the worst game only because I'm losing. If I was winning, I would. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You're good at other things. Thank God. Can you name those things because I don't think you can. <laughs> Trust me, I had to make that. Oh my God. Okay, so Sai, let's talk about Skillshare which is actually a dream. It's an online yeah, learning, dream. right. It's an online learning community with thousands of classes for creative and curious people like moi et toi, the two of us. <laughs> if those words don't <laughs> describe me and you, I don't know what does. So um, no, but it's actually amazing. They have so many interesting classes. They have this class around productivity. Right, so which I, I'm going to take today. I'm so excited. No, I know, which everyone needs. They have, actually, they have really great, um, graphic design courses around illustration, photography, you know, all of the stuff that you need. Sai, they also have a class that was invented for us called Fun with Faces. I invented. Invented for us, custom made yes. for Simon and Melissa. And it allows you to create a stylized digital portrait. <gasps> Could you die? No, double click. When are we taking the class? No, like we're taking it together right after this is what I'm saying. Skillshare has classes to fit your schedule and skill level. Members get unlimited access to thousands of inspiring classes with hands-on projects and feedback from a community of millions. Most classes are under an hour with short lessons to fit any schedule. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash emergency. And the first 1,000 people to use our link will get a free 
trial of Skillshare Premium Membership. Receive free access to thousands of classes for a limited time. Be one of the first 1,000 to sign up at Skillshare.com slash emergency. Guys, I am so excited to talk to you about Care Of. It is a wellness brand that I myself have been using for years. It is so good. It's customized vitamins. I'm sure you guys have seen them on Instagram. They have your name on it. It's incredible. And it all starts with this five-minute online quiz. Basically, they ask you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, any health concerns you have, and then it builds out this vitamin plan for you. It is so smart. And I can't tell you how much I love this. It's like the perfect reminder. It's such an easy way to take your vitamins. It's like getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist without leaving your home. All of Care-of's products are formulated with good-for-you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. What's even more beyond about Care-of's products is they go beyond vitamins and supplements. They include protein powders, boosts, all these different things to help supplement your workouts as you move indoors in the colder months. Honestly, guys, I am obsessed. What I really love about Care-of is it's super transparent about the research and sourcing behind each one of the products. And ladies and gentlemen, it is your lucky day. They are offering emergency contact listeners this special promo. For 50% off your first Care-of order, go to takecareof.com. That's T-A-K-E-C-A-R-E-O-F.com and enter SOS50. That's takecareof.com, enter SOS50 to get 50% off. Okay, Melissa, take it away, sister. Okay, this is my favorite part. This is where we ask you guys to either read your last... I like love to know what's happening behind closed doors. Like I'm going to be the parent that reads their kids' diaries. But um, we want to know what is the last text message that you guys sent each other or the last like DM? I don't know if you guys send each other stuff on Instagram. Simon and I do that all day Every form of communication is used. Yes, we're on all platforms. So whichever one you you feel like is going to give us the most. Um, Well, (laughs) (laughs) so... Okay, let me just see which one's better. <laughs> um, okay, Malika. That doesn't give you much. I posted a quote, Malika said amen. So that's that. The rest we talk shit about things, but <laughs> that's for a whole other show. Oh, no. Well, I mean, basically in text, I was just asking you like, hey, I'm just checking on you. Aww, like, how are you nice. doing? That's sweet. That's nice. <laughs> Okay, so you guys got nothing good. Nothing. Nothing. We're going to quiz you on basic preparedness. And this week, we're focusing on tsunamis. So it's multiple choice um, or true or false. And Chloe, I have done a preparedness class with you, and you are quite prepared. So I'm counting on you. Okay, I'm nervous. What is the tsunami capital of the United States? A. Crescent City, California, B, San Francisco, C, Anchorage, Alaska, D, none of the above, the United States does not have tsunamis. Alaska. Malika, are you aligned on Alaska? I think D, none of the above. Okay. So you guys are both wrong. The answer is A. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's Crescent City, California. They've had 31 tsunamis since 1933. There's been 30 tsunamis in the United States. 31. I thought it was D. I was like, Malika's onto something. That's wild. <laughs> wild. Okay. Meanwhile, I should just listen. I totally thought you meant just in California. <laughs> Wait, what? I know. I was I was still looking in my phone for something interesting. Okay. <laughs> True or false? The first wave of a tsunami is usually not the strongest. Not the strongest. True or false? True or false? True. I think it's True. true. You guys got it right. Typically, the second or the third waves get bigger and bigger and more dangerous. How fast can a tsunami travel? A, 100 miles an hour. B, 200 miles an hour. C, 500 miles an hour. D, none of the above. I'll go for B. Okay. Malika, are you aligned on B? Yes. Okay. You guys are wrong. It's C, 500 (laughs) miles an hour, as fast as a commercial jet. Wow. No wonder doing things so rapidly. Right? It's crazy. So if you are in a scary circumstance of being caught in a tsunami wave, it is better to A, grab a floating object and allow the current to carry you. B, swim against the tsunami wave and attempt to get to the other side. C, <laughs> C tread water and allow the wave to go over you. Or D, none of the above. D, just surrender. <laughs> I think you just grab something and float. So that's right. Malika, you got it right. The answer is they ride the floating object and allow it to carry you. Okay. We're doing wonderfully well. <laughs> yeah. I know how to do in a tsunami guy. <laughs> True or false. So far, yeah, you're killing, killing it. it. You're a prepper. Yeah. True or false. A tsunami <laughs> means harbor wave in Japanese. Harbor wave. False. False. <laughs> True. Shut up, True. Simon. <laughs> You guys are the worst. We're not traveling together to a tsunami country. Okay. But at least we're the worst together. No, we are because now I know all these answers. A tsunami is 500 miles an hour. There is a place called Crescent, California, 31 tsunami, 1920. And tsunami in Japanese means harbor fucking wave. I am there. This is why Chloe is the best spokesperson. FYI, any publicist who's listening, she's so good at media training. It's crazy. Like, Look at that fact retention no, it's on the spot. Psycho. It's psycho. Yeah, she's done. She's Living done. For she's that. So- yep. Now, don't, don't anyone ever ask me a question about a tsunami. I will fucking <laughs> yeah, destroy Jeopardy. them. Okay. The biggest Hello. tsunami recorded was A, 958 feet. B, 1,100 feet. C, 1,720 feet. D, 2,000 feet. I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for D. 2,000 feet is mighty So high. But they like take out buildings, right? They take out buildings, but not because they're going over it, because they're overpowering and hitting under where that's where the structure support is. That's how you take out a building. So we'll just, we'll just call me wrong. Got it. (laughs) No, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just trying to, this is, I'm now trying to really be smart here because I'm fucking up this whole podcast. <laughs> so B, I'm going to say, you know, a thousand feet is still very high. What's the, what's B? B is a thousand one hundred. C is 1720. I would say B or C. I'm going there. So B. It's the answer is C. It's B. 1720. <laughs> and it actually happened in Alaska in 1958. It was caused by a landslide. And it's actually crazy because that is the, that's the height of the World Trade Center. Can you imagine? Insane. That's insane. That's, wow. No, that's mm-hmm. insane. 
How are you supposed to like stay calm and attached to a floating object when there's a wave the size of the World Trade Center coming your way? Like, no, real, I mean, I'm, you don't write the tips, you just report them, Sai, but I mean, I feel like that's asking a lot. No, you're not supposed to stay calm. <laughs> no, this is a fact. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What is one of the common mistakes people make during tsunamis? A, coming at a shelter after the first wave. B, people believing they have enough time to make it to high ground. C, taking shelter in structures not strong enough to survive the intensity of the waves. Or D, all of the above. I was going to say D. D. Maybe then, yeah. Correct. Woo! They all don't sound very smart or safe. Okay. Two more. Scientists have found traces of an asteroid collision event that they say would have created a giant tsunami and that swept around the Earth several times. True or false? True. Malika, you're not so sure about that. False. Okay. Chloe, you got it right. True. (laughs) (laughs) What does she win, guys? What does she win? She wins a Judy. She wins a Judy. (laughs) We love it. (laughs) Okay. Many witnesses of tsunamis say they sound like, A, nothing. They're virtually silent. B, a high-pitched whistle. Or C, a freight train. Or D, none of the above. A. Malika? I was going to say, like, a freight train. Well, you would be correct if you said a freight train. Yep. Yeah. That is correct. Because water is actually really loud. It sounds like a pinball machine. I've actually heard, like, an audio of it. It's insane because it's like the relentless pounding of wave after wave. Ah, yeah, Sounds well, you awful. mean when it's crashing? I thought you meant like when the water's pulling back. Because in all the movies that they show, like when water pulls back, it's it is like eerie. silent. You know what? Shame on me for the question. Shame on you. No, shame on <laughs> you. Yeah. And shame so, on Hollywood. <laughs> shame on everyone. Like, what the fuck? I'm right. 100%. Wait, we forgot one of our favorite questions. Hello. Oh, tell which me. Which is, what is something that would surprise people to know about Chloe? And what is something that would surprise people to know about Malika? I mean, I actually think that people would be surprised to know that she's really like a hard-boiled egg. Interesting. Go on. That shell is like her protectant. It's what she uses for other people, but it's the majority of her is like very soft and very loving and very kind and very all those things. So, you know, she just got a tougher exterior, but like, yeah, my babe's a hard-boiled egg. Full of protein. I told you. <laughs> Full of protein. All these things. That's so sweet. Sorry. I love that analogy. I can't believe you just like whipped that out of your back pocket. You were like, it's so hard. Actually, she's a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> I was like, just trying to think. I mean, like, what do people know? She's like, so, you know, funny. Right. And all these, she's got amazing characteristics. But, you know, if you had to like dig a little deep. Chloe. Well, what about what about you? What, do you? what would surprise us to know about Malika? I don't even know if it's a surprise because it's I it's hard to know what people know or don't know. But I think like Malik, they don't realize like number one, Malika is like the best ride or die. But she, I think people get to see one version of her, and she is so much fun, and like she's wild and crazy, and people don't get to see like that like fun wild like wild and like a very innocent normal wild. But like she wants she will. The reason why I love hanging out with her too, because she brings me like to this other energy level or she just is, and she's just like a chameleon. I can leave her alone with certain people and like, I'm not having to babysit right, her. Right. I think that's like the best kind of friend when you could just bring them to like a social gathering as your kind of 
plus one in your security blanket. But if I have to go and do something or whatever, she's she's fine. She can hang out with the best of them, the worst of them, whatever. And she's good. That's to go. the best. We love Mastered it. all of that. Yeah. She doesn't need a babysitter. We love it. You guys, this has been so amazing. I love you guys so much for doing this. I love you too. I know you're so sweet. I love you too. I'm pissed. I lost all the questions, but we're going to have to do it again where you secretly tell me. All <laughs> oh the my answers. God. I'll, I'll give you everything. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I love you guys. Love Thank you. Guys. Nice Thank you. seeing you, Melissa. Oh, you too. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. You guys. Emergency contact. He's executive produced by Simon Huck, Melissa Greg Washington, and Allison Bresnick and produced by AB productions. Our production assistant is Connor Hall. We love you. Also, for more information on emergency preparedness, follow Ready, Set, Judy on Instagram. Wait, I didn't know we were executive producers, Cy. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God.